Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, January 28th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, some good news uh, from some old Broadway radio friends. Yesterday it was announced that Broadway Black will be returning in a new digital magazine officially dropping in February. Uh, the founder of Broadway oh, Black. that's cool. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the founder of Broadway Black, Andrew Shade. I've interviewed him for Broadway World, and he was, I, I want to say it was either the first or the second Tony Omnibus episode I did. He was a guest on uh, on that, so I can't remember if it was, I think it might have been year two. Um, so very glad to see they haven't really been doing a whole lot recently. And after we saw the, um, uh, with the closing of the interval, which was the woman focused theater online outlet, um, it's glad to, I'm glad to see that. Broadway Black is still maintaining a presence uh, in a different and unusual way. So I'm really excited to see what their digital yeah. magazine looks like next yeah, month. Yeah, it's really great to see, for sure. I miss the interval. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little sad. I, yeah. Anyway, someone needs to pick up that mantle. But maybe if you want to contribute to our Patreon, maybe we'll find some way to pick up that mantle. Let us know. Contribute to uh, the Patreon and let us know you want us to... Uh, to do that, Ashley, I think you'd be a good person for that. Uh, head over oh to Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, BroadwayRadio.com slash Patreon. And of course, this week's episodes of Today on Broadway are brought to uh, are brought to you by our very good friends from the Come From Away podcast, Welcome to the Rock. It's an eight-part it. series of podcasts with interviews of the beh- and behind-the-scenes creation of the global hit musical. It was produced by our friends... Matt and John at Curtain Call over in the UK. You can binge the whole series now at www.cfapod.com. Uh, really remarkable audio yeah. storytelling. And, uh, you know, I was thinking Just about this. Just don't listen to it while you drive, apparently. Oh, does it make people cry? Uh, that's what I heard. But I think we were on, like, episode two when it was James and I doing it. And he had to do, like, a PSA. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, and you, that that doesn't surprise me. Back in the day, um, a lot of folks will remember Broadway Backstory, and that was hosted by our friend Patrick Hines. And sure, yeah. he, he did an episode on Come From Away, and I helped him do some audio recording for that. And I sat in on the recordings of the interviews for not only Captain Beverly Bass, but for the man who was the mayor of Gander. Um, I think he was at the time in 2001 and is still currently, or at least at the time of that interview. Um and I, I was just sitting there listening during the recording, and I teared up listening. So um, anything come from away is going to hit you. Um, and John has done a remarkable job with this uh, with this podcast. So highly, highly recommend that. It's eight episodes. They're all in our podcast feed, or you can find them at cfapod.com. The problem with podcasts, as I'm on a podcast, uh, I only listen to the podcast that I listen to when I'm at the gym. So I don't, I'm going to have to shell out time to it's listen tough. to this on my own, not surrounded by a bunch of people, if it's going to make me cry, because I don't <laughs> cry in public unless I'm in like a dark theater. Well, and also it's tough for you New Yorkers who don't drive anywhere. For me, anytime I'm Very driving, true, I'm just yeah. listening to a podcast. But see, um, that's what I'm saying. You're not supposed to listen to while driving. Well, yeah, but Matt. oh well, we'll see. <sighs> 
Anyway, actually, <laughs> let's get into today's news. And it was a fairly quiet news day on Monday, so we're going to dive straight into last week's Broadway grosses. Coming off of the Martin Luther King holiday, it was another week that saw steep declines, dropping 9% at the box office, or $2,831,422. In fact, only five shows saw week-to-week improvement, and one of those had its first week of eight previews as opposed to seven, while three others were either coming off of their opening week or had their opening week last week, and so they saw the pickup after all of the comps had gone. West Side Story had the largest increase of over 159k, moving from seven to eight shows for the first time. My Name is Lucy Barton also had a very impressive $538,000 week, which is very high for an MTC play. Uh, and American Utopia, a soldier's play in Grand Horizons, also also saw increases, while, although Grand Horizons was like less than 500 bucks. As is to be expected, the biggest declines are from shows that would have a wide tourist appeal. Beetlejuice dipped more than 211k. Then Cursed Child, To Kill a Mockingbird, Hadestown, Book of Mormon, and Moulin Rouge all dropped more than 125,000. However, what is most interesting about this, Ashley, is that of those six shows that I mentioned, the Book of Mormon had the biggest decline in attendance, but that was only by 3.29%. So while the shows, those all lost more than $125,000, but they basically sold the same amount of tickets. And in fact, two of the five shows or two of the six shows actually sold more tickets. That to me is all talking about the dynamic pricing of Broadway tickets and how producers really ramp things up over those holiday weekends and how much extra cash. Everyone's coming in to see something like Book of Mormon for sure. Exactly. So they are making the most, uh, you know, it's with supply and demand. When there's a higher demand, they increase the price of that supply. Now, Hamilton, whose prices are, are fairly steady. They don't do a whole lot of dynamic pricing because they're, Always fairly I was high. just about to say they're always dynamic. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the average ticket was two hundred forty eight dollars last week, but it of course remained at the top of the heap with two million six hundred seventy four thousand and five dollars, followed by Moulin Rouge, but they were more than one million bucks behind. Then we had the Lion King, West Side Story, Tina, To Kill a Mockingbird, Wicked, Ain't Too Proud, American Utopia in six performances. Beetlejuice, Haley's Town, Aladdin, Dear Evan Hansen, The Book of Mormon, Jagged Little Pill, Cursed Child, and Frozen, all in seven figures. Now, actually, I am, on one hand, very impressed that 16 of Broadway's 25 shows last week were north of $1 million. Oh, yeah. But I know we always say that comparing numbers to what has happened in the past is kind of foolish as tickets are always increasing. It's tricky for sure, yeah. Yeah, but of those 16 shows... Only one was below 94% capacity, and that was Ain't Too Proud, which was basically at 90% if you round up generously. So, of those shows that made over a million dollars, there were 16 of them, they were all pretty much at 94% capacity and above, which is pretty impressive Yeah, Yeah, for the the middle of January um, non-holiday week. Uh, when there's not a ton going on, yeah, we'll get I, to we'll get to what might be an exclamation here in a second. Though. And granted, like of, of those shows that you listed, I mean, Lion King, Wicked, Aladdin. So it's 
it's kind of it's the shows that have been doing book of mormon hamilton all of those it's the shows that have been doing well so it's not like we saw like a show come out of nowhere and do it but that 94 percent at what 16 shows you said 15 of the top 16 yeah 15 of the top 16 that's incredibly impressive there's no uh downplaying that at all No. Now, what is not incredibly impressive is the fact that Grand Horizons, (laughs) coming off of a middling midweek review, grossed only $216,238, hampered a bit by a lot of comps during opening week in the smallest theater on Broadway, but still not uh, a great number despite some pretty good stars. Soldier's Play was up at uh, $328,000 with The Inheritance at $424K, and My Name is Lucy Barton, which I mentioned before doing fairly well for an MTC play. Now, other than Cursed Child, which almost doesn't count, those are the only four plays currently on Broadway, and they were the bottom four grocers last week. Now, keep in mind that Broadway week, which is now literally three playing weeks on Broadway, <laughs> January words, 21st words through February 9th. No, <laughs> I used to make fun of it when it was Broadway week and it was two weeks. Now yeah. they're like, forget you. It's now three weeks. Um, <laughs> but that does have an impact on these numbers, actually. Um, and I'm glad that I actually remembered that because I have a matinee slot to fill on February 9th. So I just might be. I was going to say, your timing is uh, really good for that. You'll be able to at least get something in, I'm sure. One day. One one show. Yeah. I can probably get that if if I decide to go that route and if everything's not sold out yet. Yeah, it's corresponding with my lowest paid month of the year uh, since I had so much time off for the holidays over at Backstage. That Life I, of a uh, freelancer. Yeah, so true. Um, <laughs> but it means if I can't get comps for something, it at least corresponded that I get cheap tickets around this time. That's if I've perfect. Got to pay for something. Wh- and wh- simultaneously, restaurant week, which is also like two or three weeks. So oh, nice. Thanks, everybody. There you go. We'll get back <laughs> to uh, cheap tickets here in a minute. But before we do, I want to make a recommendation coming from The New Yorker, which is not a publication that we recommend often. But the title of this article they don't, is. They don't need the press. No, Uh, but the title of this article is Old Married, parenthetically, not to each other, co-stars try jujitsu. Now, Ashley, I have no doubt that if you just read that headline, you would know exactly Uh, what show. It's company. This is about. This is about company. I didn't even see this, and I was like, this is this company? Yes, it is definitely company. Um, Michael Schulman from The New Yorker, he uh, talked with Christopher Sieber and Jennifer Samard about their... 25-year friendship, having been in multiple shows together, um, and he followed them to um, Vitor Shaolin, Vitor Shaolin, there you go, Vitor Shaolin's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, where they were taking a (laughs) beginner's class, because as you might know, their characters, their married characters, Harry and Sarah, in company, um, during um, a, a song... They do a little bit of karate. Show uh, me on some each karate. Other. Yeah. Yeah. So it is uh, very fun. Uh, the little things that. you do together. So they followed them to uh, the class and then they talked about things. Uh, it was very fun. So I highly, highly recommend That's great. Recommend Those that. are my favorite kind of pieces. I yeah. love things like that. Yep. All right. Um, speaking of things we love, we mentioned Broadway Week earlier in the show. Well, on Monday, yesterday, tickets went on sale. For Off-Broadway Week, which yes. will run from February 10th through the 23rd, just the standard nonsensical two weeks of Off-Broadway Week as opposed to three. Um, some of the shows participating in Off-Broadway Week are Roundabout 72 Miles to Go, Bob and Carol and Alice and Ted, 
Diana or Dana H, Emoji Land, Forbidden Broadway, um, Jersey Boys, um, uh, The Office Musical, uh, as well as Unknown Soldier, Unsinkable Molly Brown. We're going to die where we stand. Some very good deals in there. Make sure to check the uh, terms and blackout dates or you'll be very confused like I was on Monday. (laughs) I love shows like titled like We're Going to Die because it made it sound like it was an aside from you. And I was really concerned for a second. I mean, it's true. We're all going to die at some point. (laughs) Oh, yes. Love some some pessimism. Good show. Existential dread there. But we will have a link in the show notes for how you can get tickets. Also happening on Monday, Broadway HD announced their slate of films to be released in the month of February. And they include first, on the first, the... 1954 Best Picture nominated film of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers starring Howard Keel and Jane Powell. Then on the 6th, the Don Moore Warehouse production, which was actually at St. Anne's, uh, of The Tempest, which is the all-female production directed by Phyllida Lloyd. Then on the 14th, Valentine's Day, we have the Royal Opera House production of the, The Sleeping Beauty Ballet. And then on February 20th, we have a production of David Hare's Absence of War, starring uh, Inspector Morse star John Thaw. Um, And one last thing, Ashley, this is something that I was a little surprised by, but Ryan Heffington will choreograph all of the dance sequences in the upcoming film adaptation of Jonathan Larson's Tick, Tick, Boom. Now, since Lin-Manuel Miranda is directing the film, I just kind of figured, of course, Andy Blankenbuehler is going to be choreographing this. But I, he, is, he is not. I hope they haven't had a falling out. I hope that they are still, uh, you know, part of the squad oh, or whatever yeah. they call each other, sure. the cabinet. And he's um, just busy as hell. Exactly. Always. Yes, he is, he is currently out of town working on Fly and yeah. who knows what happens. God. So I'm just going to believe that he's too busy rather than um, the cabinet has broken up in some sort. But Heffington has worked on a ton of projects, both on TV and film, as well as music videos. But Ashley... I would be shocked if he is not best known for Mm. choreographing one of the most iconic music videos of the past decade, Mm. Sia's Chandelier. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So so I definitely think anybody who has seen that video knows that he's a very skilled choreographer because it is one of the weirdest, most interesting, visually dynamic videos that you will ever see. What's that? I like when there's actually... Huh? What's that dancer's name? Maddie something or other from Dance Moms? Oh, God. <laughs> you said Dance know, Moms and my brain shut down. Yeah, I'm sorry. Anyway, go ahead. I, you like what? I, I do like when, you know, the rare instances of when you're aware of pop culture moments. Like I, pop here's, music. Here's, here's, here's a little secret. <laughs> I'm actually more aware than I let on. It's just oh, a really boy. good. It's wow. A really good, it's a really good cover to not have to deal with things yeah, that I, I don't really care about. I believe it. Shh. Okay, but <laughs> now thinking of Tick Tick Boom, they don't have a ton of like serious dance numbers in that show, so I would imagine no, it's, it's, it's going to be more movement based. Ashley, however, having been familiar with Chandelier, I'm going to bet that the song <laughs> Sunday is going to be very very cool. Um. Now that, of course, no, is Jonathan song. Larson's take on Sunday in the Park with George. Sunday, yeah, from a diner. Sunday, yeah, but this is set in a diner rather yeah. than where on an island where he's in waiting two tables. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
I think that'll be very cool. And if you don't remember, currently announced to star in the film are Andrew Garfield, Alexandra Ship, Robin DeJesus, and Vanessa Hudgens. But only Garfield's role as John, the, the central character, basically Jonathan Larson, has been confirmed. Everybody else still does not officially have a character oh, attached. Oh, really? I just, I so willingly assumed where everyone was going, <laughs> what everyone yeah. was playing, that I figured it was already confirmed by now. I believe Alex the the I believe in the actual statement they said Robin DeJesus and Vanessa Hudgens are not playing um either the the um Michael character Michael, yeah. or the Amy Spanger character whose name yeah. I can't remember but I think Alexandra Ship is playing the Amy Spanger character okay. um but that hasn't been confirmed yet um so and we don't know who's playing Michael um, so we'll have to wait and see what happens with that, but, uh, very interesting nonetheless to, uh, see what happens with this. They are currently in pre-production, getting ready to start filming, and this will be released on Netflix at some point. I can't wait for that. I think they should bring the production. I saw the only production I've ever seen of Tick, Tick, Boom was that Keen Company and oh, it was Nick Blameyer and yeah. George Salazar and Sierra Renee. Mm-hmm. Those people should be brought back on in some form. <laughs> well, Sierra is about to be a little busy. I would not be surprised. I would actually be kind of surprised if this didn't happen. Lin-Manuel Miranda's connection to this show obviously predates this, but from a professional yeah. standpoint, he did the off-center production yes. along with Karen Olivo. And, and Leslie Odom Jr. Leslie Odom Jr. This yeah. was pre-Hamilton. Yeah. Um, so I would not be surprised if Leslie Odom Jr. ends up playing that part. Um, he's a contemporary of Andrew swell. Garfield. And uh, he has a little bit of street cred now, um, where oh, George yeah. Salazar would not. Sure. Um, so I would not be surprised if we end up seeing Leslie Odom Jr. If his schedule allows. Like Andy Blankenbuehler, a lot so, of those folks from the Hamilton uh, original production are very, very busy right now. Oh, so much so. Always, eternally. <laughs> On yeah. whatever show they're managing to do, either yeah. television-wise or stage-wise. Because everyone seems to have a TV show right now. Something, pretty much. So, yeah. Alright, that is all that we have for today. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no, this is Ashley. You can also head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio if you would like to be part of our family as we start getting a bunch of really cool things launched over there. And don't forget to go to cfapod.com to binge listen to all eight episodes of Welcome to the Rock. Have a great Tuesday, everybody, and we will be back to talk to you tomorrow. 